Hello everyone, welcome back to another live stream. Today we are doing tips for how to draw architecture. If you want to nerd out about art, our prof has everything you need from tutorials to critiques to a community of fellow art nerds. Clara, do you want to get us started and tell everybody about the inspiration behind these architectural drawings? <laughs> yes, we are taking inspiration today from Piranesi, who was an Italian architect artist and archaeologist. And what I'm showing you right now are a series of etchings that Piranesi did called the prisons. And they're beautiful etchings. They're very atmospheric, but they don't make sense. Thank goodness for <laughs> us. <laughs> we can mess around with the architecture and play and not worry about accuracy because I think it's more fun that way. What do you think, Kat? I agree. I think a lot of people look at architecture and are intimidated because they think, oh, I have to do a bunch of measurements. Got to learn 1.2.3 point perspective. Got to make sure everything is correct. But, you know, some, you're just human, right? <laughs> Not everything's going to be so, so, so exactly correct. Might as well have fun with it. So what we did was Kat and I... Well, I didn't pick these. I cannot believe you picked these photos, Kat. These are really hard photos that you chose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were the most interesting. But they're really hard. Anyway, <laughs> if you would like to draw along with us, the link to the reference photos is in the YouTube video description below. Or you can use whatever photos you want or work on something else because we see these as much as a hangout as anything else. And Kat, what are the supplies that you're using today? We're both using markers, but different types. I'm using Tombow markers. I'm using the ones that are not alcohol-based and I'm using mixed media Kenson paper. I am using Tombow markers as well, but I'm using the ones that are alcohol-based and I'm drawing on hot pressed watercolor paper which is nice because it's very smooth. I don't like doing marker on very textured paper. I feel like it gets really distracting. Mm. I agree with this. I feel like marker is kind of a thin medium and it doesn't have any texture, well, 3D texture to it. So when you add this medium to a 3D textured paper, it doesn't really mesh as well, just in my opinion. So Kat, I'm curious, because this is such a complicated composition, how do you know where to start? I look at the biggest shape first. So for me, that was this big stadium. And I thought I really liked the light and the shadows and the shapes in this piece. So I put that as the focal point. That's the first thing I drew. And then the staircase and the weird little building top with the window, I added on as an afterthought. I mean, maybe Piranesi had a more thought out process, but I was just like, well, it's just a draw along, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he was busy drawing subterranean vaults. <laughs> Actually, the stadium, I took this photo when I was in Montana for this art oh. education conference. And it was in this strange place that was so random and bizarre like it just didn't make any sense 
it was sort of the stadium out in the middle of nowhere. Sounds like American architecture is just like, we have all this space. So we'll put something in that space. <laughs> well, it's not very aesthetically pleasing. It's kind of hideous. In fact. Oh, man. <laughs> L says, perfect timing. Recently, I got homework touching architecture, which I've never done before, so pumped to learn about it today. Fantastic. Neil is asking, Kat and Prof Lu, could you give some insight behind your thought process on composing your drawings? I picked one photo to be the dominant photo because I didn't want to give all three of them equal importance. So... I use the staircase on the left-hand side as the anchor. And then I tried to figure out how I could connect them. So there's this green diagonal, which connects the staircase to this building in the front. I don't know. Did you try to give them all equal time, Kat, or not? No, I actually did something very similar to you, Clara, where I focus on the stadium. The stadium is my main character and everything else was a side character. Well, because at first I felt like I was just putting them next to each other, which is not very interesting. So I tried mm -hmm. to do a lot of overlapping, putting some stairs in front of the stadium and the building. And then the other thing I do is I always draw as if I have x-ray vision mm -hmm. when I draw architecture. So I'll draw through things, even if there's a shape behind another shape i'll still draw it through so that way it makes more sense to me i don't know if you do anything like that that's a great way of putting it clara x-ray drawings because you don't want to draw the facade of anything you really want to get a feeling of the structure and once you draw the structure correctly then the facade will look correct and also i think holding on to big shapes because this is just a mess of lines right now. And if I get too stuck on the lines, I'm going to be screwed. So what I'm trying to do right now, now that I've established the lines, is go in and fill in to create more atmosphere. And actually, that's what Piranesi was really good at, how atmospheric those prints are. Mm. Neil is asking, Kat, I've heard that water-based markers peel off the paper slash damage the paper when you layer them a lot. Is that true in your experience? I mean, it would, but you would have to do quite a lot of layering for that to happen. I still, I layer markers, yes, but I still see it sort of as a cartooning tool. So I don't layer it as much as, say, paint. But I think anything that you layer too much will eventually damage what is underneath. So you got to be careful how much you layer. I've never really had issues with that. Maybe the paper you were using, Neil, was too harsh. That That's why I like the really smooth paper, because then I don't have to worry about it ripping up my markers, which, which can happen, obviously. Yeah. I mean, if you were to use printer paper, oh, yeah, I would rip that up. <laughs> Yeah, that would 
not be good. Actually, have you ever used Bristol for marker? Have I? Oh, that's a really good question. I don't think I have. Because yeah, I usually like the save Bristol Queen. <laughs> well, I save my Bristol. I save it for inks. I don't. I always saw markers as more of like a fast tool, not a final tool. You know what? Oh. I should change that mindset. I should use markers for some final piece sometime, and maybe I'll. Sh I should also use Bristol. It's nice. It it like glides across the paper really well. Nice, nice. I think for drawing these buildings and especially in a Piranesi style, I'm not focused too much on getting the perspective correct, like 1.2 point, 3 point, all of that. I'm just thinking, oh, as long as the big lines somehow manage to go into perspective, then I should be fine, right? Like everything, all of these are just horizontal lines, very vertical, horizontal flat lines. But something like this that is a little more angled, well, I'm just gonna, I just have to make sure that the diagonal lines of the railing also somewhat go to a similar point. It's okay if it's not completely correct, it's, as long as it gives the illusion of being correct. <laughs> well, the thing is, my image is so all over the place and dilapidated, it's like you couldn't even try to find anything that looked remotely correct. So it's like you either have to measure and be correct or you have to just say screw it whatever and make it so chaotic that people can't really complain <laughs> trick them well that's really the key to everything it's it's like in movies suspension of disbelief hmm fake it till you make it <laughs> Alexadrina says, what type of paper, what type of markers? If you go down to the YouTube video description below, we do have links to all of the art supplies, as well as a link to all of the reference photos in the video description below. And remember, you can draw along with us anything you want. And then afterwards, you can post it in our Discord and post live streams and also we are doing a stage session in Discord after today's stream, which is where you get to chat with Kat and I on voice. So those are really fun group voice sessions where we get to be more interactive with all of you. Kat, are you thinking about color? Because I know I should, but I'm not. <laughs> Not really. Okay, just good. Very faintly, I'm like, oh, that's a brick wall, so I should make it somewhat red-ish. That's the extent of color. I'm more looking at these drawings in terms of tone. Like this blue doesn't exist in the reference photo, but it's dark, right? Yeah. I think I'm doing that too. I'm just like, okay, I need dark color. Here's a blue. <laughs> I mean, I guess I am trying to focus on texture right now because for a while it was just all line. And mm -hmm. if you go into the Discord, I actually did post the multiple stages of this drawing and post live streams. You can look at that, see how I built that up. I did all the tedious stuff before the stream and now I can just have fun and screw around. 
Although now I'm regretting this red. <laughs> I guess I just have to put it everywhere. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of improvisation. <laughs> I guess so. I was going to make it black and white, but then I was like, oh, that's such a cop out. Yeah, Clara, such a cop out. <laughs> no. I think you're a cat. <laughs> I'm working on a graphic novel right now, and you said the same thing to me. You were like, why? What? Just, just make it in color, cat. I'm like, oh, this is going to take so much time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've picked up some habits from Lauren giving me my own advice. <laughs> I think you all enjoy that a little bit too much. Oh, we love it when the tables turn. Yes, I understand this. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to RB Dick. Thank you so much for the super sticker. Your support is so important to us, everybody. And remember, we are still trying to hit our Patreon goal because I would like to sleep better in the new year and not worry all the time about how we're doing with budget. And remember with Patreon, you get fun stuff. You get access to Patreon channels and the Discord, you get snail mail, exclusive content, really fun to have all of that oh speaking of which happy new year everyone does anyone have any 2022 new year's resolutions oh dear are we gonna do this now <laughs> i'm sorry it's a topic of discussion it's something i'm thinking about well since you brought it up i guess you better tell us what your resolutions are <clears throat> Hmm. Well, I have some big projects coming up and I would like to work very hard on those. Another resolution I have is try to learn a new language. That's kind of a big, a big resolution though. You know what? A few years ago, I think around, how many years ago was it? I think when 2019 started, my new year's resolution for that year was just I have to try to do the splits and I did it. <laughs> so that wasn't such a huge resolution in my opinion, but learning another language, I think is a bigger resolution. What about you, Clara? My resolution is to make more time for work that I like because do you ever find that it's hard to justify that? Because there's all this crap like business and all that fun stuff that mm -hmm. I hate doing, but it's like, it has to get done. You can't not do that business front work stuff. But the mm -hmm. thing is sometimes I don't make time for the stuff I enjoy because I can't justify. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't have to make my personal work. I'll be fine, but I'm not fine. <laughs> if I don't make my personal work, I've discovered, so I need to just say, screw the business grunt work for a little bit so I can do something I really enjoy. I'm not doing that enough. Cause it's, it's always easy, I think, to tell yourself that, oh, I, I don't need that. That this is more important, this business crap. 
Let's see if anyone else posted their resolutions. <laughs> Jazz is saying, oops, sorry, not Jazz. Karen is saying, resolutions, I thought this was supposed to be a relaxing stream. <laughs> <My God>. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. We have a lot of resolutions here. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm seeing this comment from Neil. So the main takeaway here is in this stream is to make the architecture so overwhelmingly fantastical that the viewers don't <laughs> think to apply normal rules of perspective. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Basically cheat. Cheat. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised what you can get away with. I mean, how do you even make a fantastical landscape or architectural structure in the first place? Well, you have to be a little bit creative about it, right? You can't just be boxing and think about, oh, charts and measurements and everything has to be correct. You got to know the rules before you break them, though. That is true. So having a general sense of 1.2 point perspective would benefit you. That said, though, I think there's way too much emphasis on people feeling like they did something right. I'm like, what is right? Oh, it's not perfect. I'm like, what is perfect? Like, I, I don't understand. And so I think sometimes people unnecessarily stress themselves out about that when really you can get away with murder <laughs> in some circumstances. <laughs> Take away from this stream, Clara's telling people to murder people. No, I'm kidding. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if I'm going to have my empire, a bunch of countries and civilizations are going to get murdered, correct? Not with the world. Oh my did. gosh. <laughs> Clara, <laughs> this is, let's just make marker drawings. <laughs> <laughs> I got plans for 2022, cat. <laughs> I want to pull up some New Year's resolutions. Yuki is black, is saying, yes, focus on drawing people, horses, and wolves so that I can make centaurs and werewolves. That's true. See, Ooh. drawing from life will help you make fantastical pieces later. Kira is saying, I want to learn my way around Adobe Photoshop, which is a very useful tool to have indeed. Um, and Sandy says to do things that scare me. What are some things that scare you? <laughs> what are things that scare you that you want to do? I have an example that I'm never going to do. I don't think I will ever go spelunking. Clara, do you know what spelunking is? Isn't that something underwater? No, it's actually underground. So you oh. basically go into an underground cave and you just crawl around down there. <laughs> No, thank you. I know. That's just so terrifying. I don't understand why people would do that. Okay. You know what I don't understand? This is very big in Utah. People do skydiving. Why? I can, um, that's a, that's a thrill. <laughs> you would do that. You would freaking fall from the sky and be cool with that. I wouldn't actively seek it out. No. <laughs> But would you do it if presented the opportunity? If I were to choose between spelunking and skydiving, I would choose skydiving in a heartbeat. I don't know. I'd rather do spelunking. What? Okay. That, then I'm not like floating in the freaking sky. Like that's way scary. At least I'm like on the ground. Yeah. 
I don't want to be in any place where humans aren't meant to be. So humans are not <laughs> meant to be in those belunking caves, okay? And neither are they meant to be floating out in space in the air. <laughs> Maria says, architectural structures are a weakness of mine. I know that. And I keep forgetting to practice that because my characters are so fun. Yeah, that is often the case for a lot of people who want to do illustration or concept art is that the characters are just so fun that it's easy to just fall into that. But I think the way to think about it is that all this stuff will make your characters even better. Mm -hmm. Patricia is asking, Kat, would you like to learn Spanish? Uh, one day. I've not had a use to learn that language just yet, but I would love to learn Spanish one day. I actually want to learn Portuguese um, because I, nobody else I know knows Portuguese. So none of my friends, none of my family. So I feel like if I learn Portuguese, I'll be in on the secret that millions of other people already know about. <laughs> and also I found out later that when in Rhode Island, attending the Rhode Island School of Design, a lot of people there spoke Portuguese. And I figured if I ever were to go back to that area, I would like to know the language. Oh, there's a huge Portuguese population in Rhode Island. It's really cool. So, okay, I want to be more prioritizing the stuff I like doing, which in this case is the bread fairy. I was on this bread fairy kick all during the vacation, and I cut all these bread fairy shorts because it was bothering me that <clears throat> a lot of my bread fairy stuff is just sitting there. Like, I have all the footage, tons of footage, but it's like I could never make time to cut the long tutorials like the one I did for the Oma bread and I was like you know what why does this have to sit here for months at a time why can't I just cut something and put it out there and that actually felt pretty good mm, I saw you made an Oma bread um bread fairy TikTok yeah that's new you should all follow me on TikTok it's bread fairy art <laughs> well, bread fairy because... art on TikTok go follow <laughs> Well, because you, you must know this, Kat, when you have a big project, it sort of looms over you and it can feel sort of stale when you're not putting anything out. Well, I mean, that's my feeling, but. Yeah, it feels, I guess it feels, I, I'm going through that right now. It feels stale and also kills the inside. Cause like, why do you make art? Of course you do it for personal fulfillment to a certain point, but you want to share that art, right? And so when yeah. you have all this thing that, stuff that you want to share and you can't do it <laughs> it kills you it does so i feel like forget who wrote this comment on youtube the other day but they were talking about satisfaction as an artist and i was singing to myself sometimes we tell ourselves oh i i need to be in the work and I don't need the satisfaction I do. And I'm like, but we do need the satisfaction. Like every now and then 
you have to have some moment that feels satisfying because otherwise it's just not fun the rest of the time. Hmm. I don't know. Do you feel like you need that satisfaction? Of course. I mean, you need to have a certain sense of satisfaction to just literally live life, right? Right. Jason Jordan says, cat would be a bad cave person. Caves used to be humans' habitat. Well, it's a good thing you weren't born in the prehistoric age. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. Well, okay, see, the thing is, is that, like, caves, they do, they're not so, like, literally into the earth, like, going straight down. Spelunking is all about going straight down as deep as you can get in the tiniest of spaces. Caves can be somewhat spacious, right? I think what I'm getting at here is my fear, my claustrophobia. <laughs> So you wouldn't want to go like deep sea diving? No, I am also afraid of the sea. Humans are not meant to live underwater. Why are you going to go there? <laughs> See, I don't mind being in the water, but I definitely have major motion sickness. So I would, I wouldn't last a second on one of those 18th century see voyages that take six months <laughs> uh, uh yeah you know what actually my mother once took me and my brother whale watching and she got so sick like motion sick from the boat my brother and i were fine though that happened to me i went on a seventh grade field trip that was whale watching and it was torture i mean i wanted to die on that trip. Christiana says resolution is for this to be a quote art year. Portfolio pieces, developing my background, drawing style, get into university after getting my associates. I just got my degree. Well, good luck with that, Christiana. I hope we can support you in that journey. Mm, and congrats on your degree. I know that's a big accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Just Love says, wondering if you maybe have some tips for archaeological drawing, including architecture. I would say never lose sight of the big picture because this is getting pretty detailed now. But one thing actually that I just did is this lower right-hand corner. I noticed it was getting very busy, which I didn't like. And I was having trouble distinguishing it as a plane from this side. So what I ended up doing was I just... I mean, this is sort of like what you would do in digital media is I just took this magenta and I just colored over the whole thing. It's like adding a layer and changing the opacity because the markers are so transparent. And so what used to be very complicated is now just a simple shape. So I think that helps a lot to group things together and don't get bogged down by details because that is very tempting. Mm -hmm. The way that we're treating the markers right now is very indicative of our art practices because you're a painter and so your marker drawings feel more atmospheric and layered and 
I guess, three-dimensional. And I'm a cartoonist. <laughs> and the marker drawing that I'm doing is very, very flat. <laughs> yeah, but yours has like a pop to it. Mine doesn't really pop. I think you can get it there. I think that we should start adopting each other's practices. So you make your drawing pop and I'll make my oh. drawing more atmospheric. <laughs> you know, Kat, I'm a little rusty after this <laughs> vacation. It's a little early to be pushing myself out of my comfort zone. <laughs> We're art educators, Clara. We have to push ourselves. God. It's hard. Um, it's a lot easier to give advice than to take it true Elias says nice drawings cat i love your spotify soundtrack playlist irking what's irking i don't know what irking is spotify oh i think it's inking <laughs> oh inking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you elias i was putting together that Spotify playlist. And I thought, oh my gosh, these music choices are all over the place. <laughs> it's so different, <laughs> but I'm glad that you like it. Well, all I can say, Kat, is my my kid was horrified to find Ariana Grande on your playlist. <laughs> listen, listen, I only have one or maybe two Ariana Grande songs there. I honestly think it might even just be one. And... She didn't look at like the 500 other songs that I put in there. It doesn't matter. You, your playlist is stained as far as she's concerned. Stained with Ariana Grande? Oh, come on. Yes. <laughs> Robin says, New Year's resolution is to give myself more time to make art, take my longing for this thing seriously, even though it can be hard to incorporate into my busy days. Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? Because I look at my house and I'm like, I need to vacuum. I need to do the dishes. My kids need clean clothes. <laughs> you know, it's really hard. But sometimes you, you just have to say, you know what? The clothing can wait. It's okay for there to be dust everywhere. <laughs> Most of the time. I'm getting um, West Side Story vibes, Kat, from this staircase on the left. Oh, nice. I have not seen that Steven Spielberg iteration of that film. Have you? I haven't. I mean, I just love the Bernstein soundtrack so much. It's It was so innovative for its time. I can't imagine what that was like when that soundtrack came out. Mm. Who here has seen that film? I, I really wonder know if it's any good. Yeah, I want to know if it's good too. I heard that there was a lot of Spanish spoken in that film and no subtitles. Hmm. That's not a good or a bad thing, just a fact. The Spielberg version? Yeah. Hmm. That's what I heard. But one film I actually do want to see is the new Matrix film, just for the nostalgia factor. No, no, you don't. Really? <laughs> is it bad? 
It's so bad. It's so uh, like, oh, it's really bad. Well, I honestly expected that, but still. No, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Yusuf says, do you think being an architect limits you in your creativity? Not at all. I think architecture is a phenomenal field. And actually, Kat, I don't know if I told you this, but I feel like being an architect must be like a power trip. <laughs> don't you think? Maybe if you your designs can make it off the paper and into an actual building, perhaps. <laughs> well, yeah, in theory. Yeah, in theory. But there's an enormous amount of creativity that goes into architecture. I think what people find intimidating and limiting is that they have to design for people. <laughs> and you can't just make any willy-nilly sculpture out there and expect it not to be safe. But... I think that's part of the joy of the creativity in architecture is that you do have these limits and let's see how far you can take your creativity with those limits. Well, and just materials, there are certain materials that can only do so, so many things. Like I read this book by Atul Gawande. He's a surgeon. It might be the checklist manifesto. But he talks about how a skyscraper is created and all of the engineering tests that they have to do. It's insane what they have to do. And that's just to make it stand up much less like aesthetically pleasing. Hmm. Jazz is asking, what do all those stairs represent? Why are you both drawing fire escapes? Escape from 2021. Well, it's a question for you because you chose the reference photos. I just thought they looked cool. Oh, cat. Didn't I well, teach you better? Okay, if you want me to assign meaning to my choice, I did think that the diagonals of the staircase matched up really well with the diagonals of the stadium. Yeah, this is like diagonal city. <laughs> like you're not going to get more diagonals anywhere. Ginger Saul wants to know, is there any Taylor Swift on your playlist? Not mine. <laughs> not mine either. Um, <laughs> not to hate on Taylor Swift or anything. I just, it just didn't occur to me to add her. <laughs> Not a Swifty. Is that is that what they call themselves? <laughs> yes. Really? Maria says, something I want is to make my cartoony work that has very graphic forms and lines more atmospheric. It is a long-term goal. It will take a lot of experimenting. Well, Kat, do you have any tips for how to do that? Because it, it's possible, but it's tricky. It's not easy or straightforward. I think the first thing you have to do is change your medium perhaps because anything that people associate with cartoons, they think, oh, it's high contrast, no ability to layer. It's either one tone or it isn't. Um, and then maybe you can just 
think about it in terms of tones and atmosphere rather than line work. I'm saying this, and as I'm saying it, I think I'm not doing that in this drawing. <laughs> I have to apply myself. But, like, for instance, if you're inking, and that's a very black or white medium, you can't really do much gradient with it. You can think of, oh, I can mix water into the ink, and then maybe I can do a spread of just tone. Or maybe you can stipple, or maybe you can crosshatch. There's a lot of ways to simulate differences in tone without actually having your ink be lighter. Are there any comic artists who you think do that well, Kat? Huh. I feel like so many people do it, do a great imitation of it. Like if you look at any like Craig Thompson, for instance, that's one I always reference back to. His style is really graphic, but he can portray space like nobody's business. There is a scene in Habibi where he portrays a desert landscape and the sand simulates ocean waves and they just like go off into the distance. So it's very graphic at once, but at the same time, it's also atmospheric. Anything else? That sounds beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I've posted it multiple times in the drawing track. Mir says, I am learning drawing from a week. Is it important to have a formal education or just keep drawing? keep drawing <laughs> you're gonna have to keep drawing whether you have that quote-unquote education or not but in terms of formal education i mean it's of course really beneficial to have a teacher to have classes to take but there are also a lot of resources online where you can self-learn such as art prof here well and I also think sometimes there's this assumption that, oh, if I went to art school, I got it made. And I'm like, no, you do not. You're going to keep needing to pick up skills. And also so much of it is in your hands. I mean, there were so many people who went to art school who really did not apply themselves. It's like no amount of education could help you if you're going to be lazy. Hmm. Charlize says, Kat, I am still looking forward to Kathy Rock's Instagram updates. Need that daily dose of great doodles. Oh, thank you, Charlize. <laughs> I didn't know anybody was paying attention to that. I just sort of put it out there and I was like, oh, man, I'll do what I can. I don't know if anybody actually looks forward to it. But now I know. Now I know. Thank you, Charlize. I look forward to Kathy Rock's updates. I think they're hilarious. Thank you. I don't know how you make such simple characters so funny. <laughs> I feel like I've adopted a lot of storytelling tricks and elements from other comics that I've seen mm -hmm. into my art style. And then, of course, it's just me. I'm making these doodles without really thinking about it and without much purpose either. I don't do Kathy Rock's 
to think I can monetize it or any way or yeah. form like that. So they are relaxing to me. Well, Sarah Blam says, I love Kathy Rocks too. So there you go. You got three people paying attention. Thank you, Sarah Blam. <laughs> well, you remember that actor, Philip Seymour Hoffman? No. He passed away. It was so sad. He wasn't that old when he passed away. But I read some article where he said that no matter how many people are paying attention, you should always do your best work. He said, if you're an actor and you're performing at some dingy New York City cafe and there are two people paying attention, it should be the same performance as if you were at Carnegie Hall in front of 5,000 people. And I love that. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah, that you don't change the quality of your work based on who's listening yeah ginger cell says i had an art teacher for the first time in college it was life-changing well the difference is that there's somebody who you can get feedback from because when i'm in my head making the work I just cannot see straight and I need somebody else to take me out of my head. And that mm. never changes. I mean, you could be an artist for 50 years and you would still need that feedback. So I find that valuable. I think it would be very hard to learn on your own and never get feedback. That would be really, really hard. I think. Mm -hmm. Ginger Cell says, love how different both of your drawings are. It's interesting because you are both using markers. We're both using markers, but these blend so well. And yours don't blend the same way, right, Kat? Correct. And nothing wrong with either of these mediums. It's just how you want to use them. I mean, these are so soft and blendy. Like, I just love this like all this stuff here i'm just adding this gray is just sinking into the colors i mean it's like no effort at all to mm -hmm. get stuff to blend really well it's amazing Sarah says, I think architecture is one thing where if you go on autopilot, it's too easy for me to mess up perspective. Assuming that you're doing correct perspective, which I so often don't, because it takes a lot of time and work. <laughs> Get up that push pin and measure everything. Yeah. I mean, of course, you got to make sure it works somehow. I think what matters the most is getting all the really big noticeable lines in perspective. I mean, for me, I think it's these diagonals with the railing and stuff. This one, I don't think is very correct, actually. Oops. <laughs> Ugh, I feel like my colors got so muddy. This is what you get for not having a color scheme. Sheesh. 
Hmm. I think it's that big shadow in the middle. I think it's the fact that you can't decide what the shape is. Yep. Oh, <laughs> like funky looking. It's fine. You need to have work where you just don't care about the final outcome. <laughs> Paige says, late to the party. Love these. Well, thank you so much for joining us here, Paige. Smiley face says, just realize that you all combine the buildings from the reference photos. Well, because I told Kat, hey, pick some reference photos. And I thought, I don't want to just draw the photo. I want to do something more different because mm -hmm. it does feel boring sometimes to just copy the photo. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna hide my mistake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna color this all in. Yay! <laughs> Everybody, I hope that you will join Kat and I in the Discord right after the stream, we are going to be doing a stage session where you can chat with us on voice about anything. It's a really fun, casual voice session. And we will be in the post live streams stage channel. And a big thank you to our top Patreon supporters. We have some new supporters, Bill Boyer and also Lakshana Bashun. Thank you so much for your support. We would not be here without all of you. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.